takes the snap, looking, flips the ball, diving for the pylon, and he's got it! Razzle-dazzle! Touchdown, Houston! And the Texans go in front! There is no off-season for your Houston Texans. Game day is every day. We had a lot of energy, and we brought a lot of spark for this organization. The best is yet to come. Five nights a week, the hits keep on coming. Ball is out. The Texans say they have it, and they do! Now, it's Texans All Access. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into a Wednesday edition of Texans All Access. John Harris here. Mark Vandermeer on the other side of town, the voice of the Texans there. Mark, good afternoon. How are you, sir? Johnny, good afternoon, my friend. Yep, here we are again, and uh, yeah. this was a really interesting day with uh, Bill O'Brien speaking. Yes, I know we're going to get to that. Michael Thomas, um, that was interesting. Yep. And uh, look, life is interesting. Sports are interesting. It's all interesting, and uh, these are very, very. I mean, I, I want to say historic times. I mean, mm-hmm. that's it. Seems like such a an obvious word. You know, I I, I flick on the tube again. I kind of stayed away from media. In the last, I don't know, 90 minutes up until just, you know, about the last 20 minutes of this. Yeah. So I had kind of a 90-minute to two-hour gap. I just put on all three news channels. I told you I do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, and I saw, well, everybody's gathering again. Here we go, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's just unbelievable. I mean, this is incredible, this this week to 10 days or however long it's been. And uh, and seeing everything that's coming out of it, I'm, I'm sure it's not over yet. So, uh we're all like like the COVID 10, 12 weeks. We're all yeah. in it together. We're still in that. We're all in this. I mean, hopefully together. And yeah. uh, and we continue to march forward, for lack of a better way of putting it. Yeah. I mean, th- those words are fitting. March forward. Um, it's, you know, just it's it's kind of I, I don't even know. The, the word is amazing, I think, in some sense, you know, but the Constitution says the power of the people, the power to the people, you know, the people of the power. And I think maybe <laughs> no other time in my life do I feel that those words being as apropos as they have been maybe today. You know, seeing you know what uh, you know Richmond, Virginia is doing with with statues of Confederate uh, yeah. um, you know leaders, uh, and, and seeing and, and that that happened and that's happened over the last four to five years. I remember. Uh, one night um, in Durham, North Carolina, my family is lives in Chapel Hill and Burlington and around there, and and they, and, and people were were pulling con, you know Confederate statues down, and I just remember wow, but you know seeing you know what happened in Minneapolis with the three other officers, and then the charges you know were increased or ratcheted up a notch, um, you know for the one officer, and you just go wow, does does that happen without people rising up in in some sense and it's just been incredible but obviously close to home today uh early in the morning you know we've been having a lot of uh, zoom calls we had you know jj watt and i'm trying to think who else we had anthony weaver and you know tim kelly and these are all like lunch time zoom calls you know kind of get your day started and then you know hey take a break at lunch and listen to what coaches have to say listen to what the players have to say and this one was right out of the shoot at nine o'clock this morning mark and then I had heard through the grapevine that Coach O'Brien was going to have a few words to say prior to Michael Thomas meeting with everybody. And uh, he, he was – we've said this. You and I have talked about this often. And I've, I've heard it all day long. I've read it all day long. 
and people essentially lauding you know Bill Coach O'Brien for what he had to say, and we're going to hear that in its entirety here in, in in just a few minutes. But Mark, you and I have talked about backs up against the wall, football, life, yeah. um, this situation. I don't know if there's any leader, man or woman, that I want to get me out of that situation more so than Bill O'Brien. I, I, I don't – I mean, and, and I know well, – oh, come on. Listen, I'm biased. I know him. So, yeah, there's a, there's a tinge of that. But I don't know that there is anybody that I would want because there, for some reason, he is – he can galvanize people when his back is up against the wall or his team's back up against the wall or his his people, his family, whatever it is. His back's up against the wall. I want to get behind that man. I want that man with me no matter what because I know that he's going to get me out of that situation and onto something positive. And you and I have talked about that many, many times about him, and I think that really, really shined through today. And listening to people react, callers calling in, hosts talking about it on the station today, and it was it was kind of interesting, Mark, because you and I know him in that way. We we know that's that's what he's all about, um, but everybody doesn't get a chance to see that side. But I think today when he spoke, he spoke from. You know, some people, uh, uh, he, he crafted those comments or he wrote them down or whatever the case might be. Listen, I can tell you as a, as a matter of fact, you don't come off with that kind of passion and enthusiasm for the, the people around you and what has gone on about leadership. If you've got everything crafted and you're just trying to snow people, I can promise you that was truly what, what had been weighing on Bill O'Brien's heart and mind. There's no question about it. Well, I'm sure he thought about what he was going to say. Sure. You know, there's no doubt about that. We all do when we're trying to speak off the cuff. You know, I don't go on the air and speak off. Well, I probably do that too much. But uh, he, <laughs> you're right, though, Johnny. Uh, you know, football-wise, and we, we talk about this, you know, we talk about two and five in 2015 and finishing nine and seven, winning the division. You know, we talk even last year, I mean, inexplicable what happens against the Broncos at home, right. but you and I, we didn't joke about it the next day, but we kind of did. And we said, nobody circles the wagons like Bill O'Brien. Right. Okay. And yep. what did he do? They go up there to the Tennessee Titans, uh, a team that everyone's picking to finish ahead of the Texans right now, but that was December 15th last year, mm-hmm. and the Texans beat the Titans in their gym yep. in Nashville beat to take handily. control of the division. And, mm-hmm. look, they don't win every game, and they don't win enough in January, and I get it. And it, it I read a lot of the comments today, which I should never do, stop me. And there were so uh. many positive ones, and there were still people saying, well, uh, is he a good coach? To, I'm like, Come on, Really? This is year seven, all right? He's going into his seventh year. Mm-hmm. He's got five winning seasons out of six. He's got the four division championships. I mean, let's go, all right? Um, I, I just think that this is a man who uh, who definitely inspired a lot of people today, for lack of a better way of putting it. Maybe that is the right way to put it. And I know you want to play those comments, so we'll get to them. Yeah, absolutely. Let's, let's hear from Bill O'Brien as he – and I, it wasn't just Houston media on this. When I looked at the Zoom meeting call, it was about 34 or 35 people on there. So I, I, I'm sure there were probably some, some national media uh, on there as well that were invited. 
Uh, but Bill O'Brien, prior to Michael Thomas speaking with the media for the first time here in Houston as a member of the Texans, Bill O'Brien uh, had this to say. This has been weighing on his mind, and I know Bridget's got that now. Cal and Hannah McNair, yesterday we had a long conversation with them. You'll hear more from Cal later today about we have to do our part. We have to listen. We have to stand by the black community, and we've got to do our part. We do. And, and the, the McNairs, like I said, are heartbroken over the, the murder of George Floyd, and they are committed to doing whatever it takes to promote social justice in our city. They're committed to it. And like I said, you'll hear more about that tomorrow, uh, later on today. In my role as a head coach at Penn State in Houston, I've been fortunate to be a head coach, fortunate. You know, I, 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 I don't take that for granted. Uh, I've had the privilege of being around some unbelievable players and coaches. I've learned a great deal from all of them as it relates to the Texans. I've learned so much from men like Romeo Cornell. And when he, when he talked to me one time about his experiences coaching college football in the South during the six, late 60s, early 70s. I've learned a lot from Deshaun Watson. You know, when he talks about growing up in Gainesville and why he has the area code of Gainesville tattooed on his arm. I've learned a lot over the last year of talking to Kenny Stills on why he takes a knee. I think we all know why Kenny takes a knee and why Eric Reed takes a knee. And I think one of the things that I try to do is I try to coach good football and I try to listen to the players and the coaches and their life stories. And there's many, many other players and coaches that I haven't even mentioned because it would take all day to, to, to mention all of them. Listening to their life stories and many others, like I said, has helped me cement my belief that we all must do whatever it takes to improve our country especially as it relates to race relations. It is horrendous what we are seeing or what we saw eight or nine days ago. What is great about our country right now is, to me, the protests, the peaceful protests. The peaceful protests that we see on TV every night has just been an amazing example of what our country is all about. I've read a lot this week. I've read what many people have said, and I don't want to wade too much into the political realm, but I will a little bit, to be honest with you. I've read, like I said, I've read Brian Flores' statement probably 50 times. I've read Coach Popovich's comments. I've read the comments of Presidents Obama and Bush, true leaders, leaders that have empathy, leaders that have an understanding of what leadership is all about. Their statements have resonated the most with me. B. Flo spoke about honesty, transparency, and empathy go a long way, and that we coach a great group of young men who can have a huge impact. They can. Men like Michael Thomas, who have already been doing great things in this league, can have a huge impact moving forward, and we need to stand by them and help them. We need to use, quote-unquote, our platform, whatever that means. I don't know what platforms mean. I just know that we – need to do our part. President Obama spoke and wrote about how we can sustain the momentum to bring about real change. He said it's, it's important that we all be interested in being activists. And to be honest, I've thought about what I am doing, coaching, and can I do more? 
realize I have a job to do as a coach. I realize that's my main job, but can I do more? These people have made me think. President Obama said the protests represent a genuine, legitimate frustration over a decades-long failure to reform police practices and the broader criminal justice system in the U.S. This is one of the reasons why Kenny Stills takes a knee. President Bush spoke yesterday, had a statement yesterday about the fact that this is the time for America to examine our failures. Part of being a leader is being able to admit your mistakes. He said it's time for us to listen and that many doubt the justice of our country and with good reason. Black people see the repeated violations of their rights without an urgent and adequate response from American institutions. Coach Popovich spoke about leadership without empathy and how that is terrible. Leadership without empathy is horrendous. When you are a leader, you have to have empathy for the people that you lead and what they're going through. Coach Popovich spoke about every American has to do their part to bring about change. He spoke about leadership bringing people together, not dividing people. Leadership is about unifying. Brian Flores talked about that yesterday with me. Part of our responsibility as football coaches is to unify the team, to make the team understand that no one is bigger than the team, and that we have to bring people together from all different backgrounds, all different ethnicities, from every part of the country, from every part of the world to come together for a common goal. Isn't that a microcosm of what we're in right now? These are statements and statements are not enough. I realize that, but I do think it's important to speak out. I think as a white head football coach in the National Football League, it's important to speak out. There is real pain in statements and statements can't really take the pain away. I understand that. It's just deeper. You know, on the phone yesterday with the friend of mine that I was telling you about earlier, it's so much deeper. It's so much deeper. It's, it's 400 years ago, slavery, it's segregation, it's, it's police brutality, it's, it's not equal opportunities. It's so much deeper. It's deeper. And we have to stand with the black community and we have to heed the call to action and challenge each other to live out the change that we want to see. I'm, I'm emotional. I'm sad. You guys know that about me, especially here in Houston. I'm sad. I'm frustrated because I'm questioning, like, what can I do? I've got to do more. I've got to – we'll talk to our players. We have a, a player uh, call tomorrow. We'll talk to our players about it. I've been blessed throughout my life to have deep and meaningful relationships with players and coaches who are different than me ethnically. I simply would not have the perspective I have now without these relationships. So to see discrimination of any kind against an innocent man who was murdered out of evil and ignorance, it simply breaks my heart and makes me angry. Makes me angry. Personally, we have to do better. As a leader committing that we will all have to do better. One thing I know we will not do, we will not virtually meet whatever the hell that means on June 9th, which I believe is the day of George Floyd's funeral. We will not meet on that day. So we will encourage the guys that are here in Houston to go to the funeral if we, if we are able to be able to go to that. I've told my players since 2014 that I have their back. I told my players in 2017, I have your back. And I will continue to tell them that I have their back. If they need time to themselves, they can have time to themselves. 
if they need resources from us to, to try to begin to heal, we've got to help them. We have a lot of resources here to do that. They will get it. And finally, if they just need someone to listen, maybe they don't want to talk to me about it, but we have plenty of people here that they can talk to about it. That's really what I have to say. I want to just mention one thing. And there is Bill O'Brien with his comments with the, not only Houston media, but national media today. Very strong words. And Mark, I think, I, I think maybe the best thing that he said, and I think about this in all walks of life, he said leadership without empathy is just horrendous. And I, when, I, when I heard him say that initially, live, right off, right off from jump today, it struck me. Like I heard that, I was like, whoa, like that, like, yeah, okay. And then when I heard him say it again just now, as we replayed that from this morning, uh, it, it struck me. It struck me even more like there. That's exactly what I think we all have been waiting for in some sense. I know I have. I've been I, like, who, who leads us? Who leads us as a country? Who's going to do it? And after listening to Bill O'Brien saying, hey, I'm going to do whatever I can to not just be the base, the football coach of this organization, but to be someone that impacts change. I was like, right on, brother, and and we're going to be right there with you. Yeah, uh, look, those are powerful comments. I did love the empathy comment as well, Johnny. And, you know, empathy, understanding. You know, people always say, like, put yourself in so-and-so's shoes or whatever. Well, sometimes that's easier said than done, and you have to use your imagination. And and that's still not going to get it done, but it will get you a little bit closer than where you started. And I think that's partly what this is about, you know, and, and understanding uh, he's always gone through a, uh, through great lengths and understanding what his players are going through. And uh, he talked about 2017. I mean, that was that was a tough year, no matter what you think. It was a tough yeah. year for the players, for many of the players. And he went out of his way to understand And you, and you mentioned the Seattle game, you know, the way they yep. came out firing in that game. They lost a game. But, you know, we were afraid of this, it was going to be 50 to nothing that day. And um and that says a lot about, you know, how, how he led them. So, yeah, today was a, a big day for that, and it's another step toward uh, where we're going. And, you know, we hope we go to a much more positive place as a country, as a society. And uh, and that's – look, we're a sports show, but that's all I can really say about that. You know, it's – I think Deshaun Watson's 1% better every day plays into it as well, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, we all want seismic shifts when we're looking to improve anything. Uh, but often it's uh, it's edging toward things and um, and making a whole lot of progress over a certain amount of time, whatever length of time that might be. So uh, let's just uh, continue to go forward, like I said earlier. And I, I really thought he was tremendous today. And I think, you know, he got so many positive reviews, but that's not what it's about. And he would be right. the first to tell you that it's about what happens from here. Yeah, and I, th- that would be the one thing I know. I know if uh, if he were listening, he'd be like, guys, guys, guys. I just, I, you know, I'm just I'm just saying what I feel. Like I'm, I'm just, just saying what coach. I feel. I am just, just Yeah, you know, come on, guys. Let's talk about something. Okay, well, let's let's do that. We've we've kind of uh, gone through this. Um, we've kind of we've talked our way through it. We've reacted to it. So you know what? Let's let's do as coach would say. Mark, you ready for what you remember when Wednesday next? You ready? Let's do it. You ready? Let's do that next right here on Texans All Access. Touchdown! Texans Radio continues in a moment. Sometimes nothing beats a classic. Miller Lite, the original light beer. Brewed with great taste and only 96 calories. Available for delivery. 
Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. May's Star of Courage Award, presented by Apache, will be presented to late Houston Police Department Tactical Flight Officer Jason Knox and Houston Senior Police Officer and Pilot Chase Cormier. In early May, Officer Knox and Officer Cormier were in a tragic helicopter accident that Officer Knox did not survive and left Officer Cormier badly injured. Both men dedicated their lives to ensuring the safety of all Houstonians. The Houston Texans and Apache would like to honor Officer Knox posthumously and Officer Cormier with our May's Star of Courage award you are the barbecue boss the sultan of spatula and upon the first bite of whataburger's new barbecue bacon burger you think hey i could make this your barbecue sauce might not be as smoky and you probably wouldn't put both smoked cheddar and monterey jack on it and you wait is that bacon good thing there's room for more than one poobah of the pit Good thing there's the new limited-time barbecue bacon burger at Whataburger. Ah. The pitter-patter, splitter-splatter of Sunday mornings. Wait, no, that's bacon. And it's spitting all over your PJs. Stains can ruin any moment. Get them out with Tide, America's number one detergent. If it's got to be clean, it's got to be Tide. Allen, deep drop, in trouble. Ball is out again, J.J. Watt, and he falls on it, and the Texans have it in the red zone. Nothing compares to the excitement and emotion of watching your Houston Texans play at NRG Stadium. Take the first step to joining the Houston Texans family and sign up for the 2020 season ticket priority wait list for free. Enjoy exclusive offers, event invitations, and more. Join at HoustonTexans.com. Right now, many of us are unsure about what may come next. At Reliant, we want to help you light the way. With 24-7 customer care and online support, we're here for you today, and we'll be here long after we power through this. Just visit Reliant.com slash light the way or call 1-866-RELIANT. Because even though we're a bit farther apart these days, we're all in this together. Reliant, that's power. Your way. PUCT number 10007. Hey, Texans fans. Are you ready for football? First Community Credit Union is drafting you to be a part of the exclusive Texans checking account team with a Texans debit card. Choose your play to score the card you want to carry. Stay focused because more designs will hit the field soon. You'll be the envy of everyone flashing your Texans debit card. Get yours today at FCCU.org slash Texans and join the team at First Community Credit Union, the official credit union of the Houston Texans. From the slightest bend to complex motions, your body is made to move. At Houston Methodist Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, our teams are using advanced technology and imaging to develop custom treatment plans and our minimally invasive procedures can help you heal faster. We have the expertise to keep you moving because every movement matters. Find the care you need at locations throughout Houston. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. Hyundai has always had your back, and now Hyundai is also looking out for your pocketbook. Introducing Hyundai Complimentary Maintenance, three years or 36,000 miles of coverage that includes all basic maintenance. Hyundai, the longer you look, the more there is to life. The all-new 2020 Hyundai Sonata is now available at your Houston Hyundai dealer. 
Hyundai, the official car sponsor of the Houston Texans. Visit your local Hyundai dealer or buyhyundai.com today. Tomorrow night at 7, it's Sports Radio 610's NBA Relaunch Roundtable inside the Verizon Artist Lounge on Facebook Live. With the NBA set to announce the season is resuming, what will the format be? And could the Rockets benefit greatly in their run at an NBA title? We'll break it all down with every 610 host. Tomorrow at 7, during the Sports Radio 610 NBA Relaunch Roundtable inside the Verizon Artist Lounge on Facebook Live from Houston's Sports Leader. Sports Radio 610. Sometimes nothing beats a classic. Miller Lite, the original light beer. Brewed with great taste and only 96 calories. Available for delivery. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Keep up with the Houston Texans everywhere you go. Download the Texans mobile app. Welcome back. John Harris here. Mark Vandermeer there. It's time for What You Remember When Wednesday. This has easily become one of my favorite segments because the man to my left, I think he's to my left if I'm looking on a map. I think he's left. He might be right. He's somewhere out there, but he's not in the room with me. He has been, Mark Vandermeer, has been there for every single Texans play. Even twice having to run down after getting off the elevator to put (laughs) Bob McNair and Andre Johnson in the ring of honor. Although I will say, I think it was for Andre's induction. Was it Andre's induction or Bob? No, it was Bob's. Dre and I got to call two plays. Yeah, you did. Darn it. We got two plays, but you I was so for every other one. I was so upset <laughs> because that half was starting to drag, right? Yeah, yeah, it was. It was I, we Red thought maybe end. they'd kill the clock. I forget the exact situation, but there were a couple of plays run, and I thought, oh, man, I missed a couple of plays. But they were uneventful. Go. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, okay, so this is how What You Remember When Wednesday works. I present a situation from Texans history to Mark, and he's been there for all of them. Uh, on the field, off the field, he's been there for all of them. And so the first one I have tonight actually was the last one of the list last week, and I didn't get to it. But it's one of my favorites. Mark Vandermeer, what you remember when A.J. Boye intercepted Matt Hasselbeck to beat the Colts for the first time in Indy in 2015? Well, that sealed the deal, right? I mean, I was yep, I was, was optimistic – that it was going to happen before that because, what, they were pinned back pretty deep and they had to go to the length of the field. The defense was playing well, right? Yep. That was the That's deal. That's correct. Yeah, and that was uh, – you know, we've talked about this game a lot, Johnny. That game, you know, with Whedon coming in for Yates and Jalen Strong catching the TD and everything, uh, when that one ended, I, I walked out of the radio booth in the hallway and, and put my fists in the air in celebration, victory, all objectivity gone if there was any to begin with. And it was uh, – I, I really think – it's funny. When people say, what was your most memorable win and all that, I think – I don't I don't want to say I, I've been ashamed to, to say it because what's, what's the shame in that? But I feel timid about saying that that might be my favorite win ever, Johnny. Mm-hmm. Seriously. I yeah. mean, because all the years of frustration, what people don't understand is – Going to the RCA Dome just oh. as an appointment to get your ass kicked by Peyton Manning gets old after a while. Yeah. And that's what that was. It was like, hello, everybody. 
welcome to RCA Dome, now get your butt kicked by Manning. And, yeah. you know, Dwight Freeney and Robert Mathis, and it felt like those guys jumped off sides every play, but whatever. <laughs> it yeah. felt like that. On yeah. that carpet, on that outdoor carpeting they called turf at the RCA Dome, that was the old stuff. And those guys got a run, a beeline to the quarterback. There were some bloodbaths there suffered by the Texans. Got a little bit closer at Lucas Oil, but then finally getting them in. Tw- it took till 2015. 2015. 2015. We started this thing in 2002. It's my favorite win ever. I am not afraid to say it anymore. I'm coming out. It's my favorite win ever. You, it's funny. You threw it down to me. I'll never forget this. There's so many things about this game that when when people think back, we started the game with T.J. Yates. Yeah. T.J tears his ACL on a drive mm. late in the first half. So Brandon Whedon's been with us maybe all of about six weeks, if that. He's got to come into the game, and he leads them on a drive to kick a field goal right before the half. Then he leads us on a drive 90 yards and throws a touchdown to Jalen Strong to take the lead. And when we have time to stretch out, I'll, I'll tell the story about how – an official and I almost collided on that touchdown. And it, I, I would not have been at fault. Other times, maybe, but not this time. <laughs> but it's just that was where the play was coming. And I was kind of looking at Jalen, and there was some shrapnel trash that – by that, I just mean players, <laughs> kind of this chaos. And the, and the side judge just kept moving back, moving back. And I'm jumping up in celebration, and he keeps moving back to a point where when I land, he's right in front of me. I'm almost going to land on him, and I literally landed with my arms out like I'm going to give him a big hug, never touched him, and, and we win the game. And afterwards, it was just youth. But what I remember is you threw it down to me at some point, and I just remember I'm like, we finally beat Indy in Indy. And I look on the sideline, there, there were people that had been there forever. I mean, Doug West had been there forever, you know, and Jeff Kaplan had been, um, you know, the, the trainer, and he had been there forever. And these guys, and you could just see – how incredible it was for them to, like, we finally beat these guys in Indy. And then, yep. obviously, what it meant, uh, you know, in the playoff race, all that kind of stuff. But uh, it's it's one of my favorites, too, for a number of different reasons. But Brandon Weed and Jalen Strong, I, you never saw that happening at all, especially for the win there in 2015. But it was pretty cool. I, I okay. got to say, I mean, I think I can lay claim that no one enjoyed it more than I did. As much as people enjoyed it, yeah, <laughs> I'm just telling you. I'm yeah. being selfish here. I'm kidding around. But no, it's okay. Not. No, I, I was, I was happy for you because I know every single time that zeros hit the clock, you had to announce the Texans have lost this game, and finally you could say, "We finally beat them in Indy." And it, it was, and it came out, and it came out in your voice too. And I didn't realize it at the time because I was so I was so excited and guys were celebrating and I was celebrating with them and it was and so I didn't really hear it until the next day when I was putting together a replay and then I heard it and I was like, yeah, that one that one meant a lot. Okay, Mark, what you remember when April 2011 when the Texans draft one Justin James Watt. I remember thinking, all right, they got to get a pass rusher here, and everybody did think that. They have to get a pass rusher. It's the Wade Phillips 3-4 coming in. Uh, How is that going to go down? You know, they had the 3-4 early in Texans history. They went to the 4-3, Frank Bush, Richard Smith, and now going back to the 3-4, and you got to get these outside linebackers who are – 
are hell-raising demons, right? Mm-hmm. And, and who's it going to be? You know, who are you going to be able to draft? And they draft Watt. And everybody, look, all the mock drafts and all the, you know, the, the, it was the 11th pick, right? So you went, yep. o- you went over these guys very well. So Watt was definitely going to get drafted pretty high. But there's no way the Texans are drafting J.J. Watt. They don't need that kind of guy, do they? Right. But they draft J.J. Watt. So the reaction, you know, it's urban legend that the pick got widely booed. There were a few boos. You know, there are probably always a few boos no matter what, except for just Deshaun Watson uh, and Andre Johnson. But there are probably, um, you know, always going to be some question marks from some people at the draft party. I mean, you're not exactly talking about, you know, 3,000 Mel Kuypers there. Uh, Even that, you'd probably hear some negative reaction with some of the picks that teams make. But I just remember that there was a it was a big question mark kind of reaction. There were some cheers. Um, and Mike Meltzer, I got to give him credit because he was on the show that night. And this is mm-hmm. this is pre John Harris doing 16 hours of draft coverage for Texans radio. Mike Meltzer was on the mic and he and Mike's a big Big Ten guy, as we all yeah. know. He's a yep. huge Michigan fan and he watches the Big Ten very closely. And he said, you're going to like this pick. You're going to like this pick an awful lot. Now, I don't think anybody expected three time defensive player of the year yeah, and yeah. counting. Right. Yeah. I don't think anybody expected that. But. Uh, but he said it's going to be a good pick. And I felt, Johnny, on my honest assessment in all my draft analysis, all right, that's a joke. In, in <laughs> my honest opinion, though, that night was let it play. Like I always say with things that yeah. might not necessarily yeah. be the uh, chalk pick or chalk move or whatever, let it play out. And I thought at the very least, this looks like a, an incredibly solid pick. Incredibly is not the right word. A very solid pick. A pick that's going to contribute, a pick that's going to be a good asset to this football team. At the end of year one, when he gets done with the playoffs, I said this to people. I said, he's going to be the biggest star on this team. Now, at the time, that was not exactly an easy call. It was not. But I said it right after 2011. I said, he'll be the biggest star on the team. Watch. And then 2012, uh, the rest is history. He becomes the defensive player of the year. He goes nuts. And remember, he didn't have that many sacks as uh, his freshman, his rookie year, it was, what, five sacks? But then in the playoffs, mm-hmm. he got the pick six, had, what, two and a half at least yep. or something like that, and he was off and running. It's amazing to look at that 2011 draft. Right out of the shoot, yep. Cam Newton, Von Miller, Marcel Darius, pro bowler, AJ. These guys are all pro bowlers. The first seven are all pro bowlers. Uh, Cam Newton, Von Miller, Marcel Darius, A.J. Green, Patrick Peterson, Julio Jones, Alden Smith, who is now coming back to the Cowboys. Then you had Jake Locker. Yeah, that didn't work out. Uh, and then number nine was Tyron Smith. Number 10 with the Cowboys. Pro Bowl, all pro with the Cowboys. Number 10, Jacksonville Jaguars, Blank Gabbert. That didn't really work out. Then you had J.J. at 11. Then you had the Vikings take Christian Ponder. That didn't work out. The, the Detroit Lions had Nick Fairley, and it was okay. It wasn't great. That was a guy that, that people wanted. I mean, they talked to me about it. I, I liked Fairley. I thought it might be interesting. The guy I wanted was next, Robert Quinn at 14, Mike Pouncey at 15, Ryan Kerrigan at 16. Of those, 1, 2, 3, 4, 12 of the first 16 were pro bowlers. After that, Nate Solder, Corey Legit, the Chargers, Prince of Mucamara has been around the league, Anthony Costanzo went at number 22, Cameron Jordan, pro bowler at 24, Mark Ingram at 28, uh, Cameron Jeez. Hayward at 31. That, that first round is, is going to go down as one of the best of all time. And, oh, by the way, in the fifth round, Richard Sherman was drafted, uh, which is incredible to think about. So I'm going to ask you this question to kind of go with that one, branch off just a second. Drew and I did, did this the other day on Texas 360, and then we did it on our uh, Interlab podcast. 
What's your favorite J.J. moment? On field or off? It doesn't matter. I mean, Sean Pendergast and Seth Payne asked me this question last Friday. What's your best Watt story? And, Johnny, I don't mind saying it here because that was Friday morning, and who knows, the audience shifts, as we all know. So, I mean, if you're listening to every hour I'm on, God bless you. You're not even – my family doesn't even do this, okay? Well, then they don't – if they're listening to you, then they they don't mind hearing you tell it again. They they don't mind me. Yeah, exactly. But this is the one I tell – uh, when when I get interviewed by out of town media, right? You know, you're on the air in Seattle because you're playing the Seahawks, and they're like, "Well, what's your favorite Watt story or Watt moment?" Mm-hmm. My favorite Watt story is the Barry kids. That's my favorite Watt story. Uh, it's yeah. the best one because yeah, yeah. Well, the Barry that, kids yeah. get in the the horrific accident. The parents die. Two out of the three kids right paralyzed, mm-hmm. and Watt, who it's the lockout. He's not in the building. He's not hearing about this from PR or anything. He's, you know, he's a free free agent. He's on an island, if you will, as a rookie, and uh, he hears about the Barry kids, and he takes it upon himself to go to Academy Sports and Outdoors. I'll get in the plug. Texans partner gets Texans gear and brings it to the hospital on his own, unsolicited, yep. no cameras, no nothing. Just says, "Hey, uh, I guess I can help out and you know do whatever I can to uh, to be there for these guys." And they're lifelong friends, right? And yeah. Houston Sports Awards, big moment there this year with Watt uh, and the Barry kids. And I think that there's no question that that says so much. That tells you everything you need to know about J.J. Watt as a person. You know, yeah. he didn't do that for the pub. He did not. Now, he gets a lot of publicity for what he does now. I mean, deservedly so. But he did that because he's J.J. Watt. And I think that um, that's my favorite one off the field. On the field, there's so many. I mean, I, know. I, I just think I go back to Kubiak putting it very well, saying, He's kind of like a quarterback. Like, when you need a big play, he comes yep. up with a big play, just like he did in the playoff game against Buffalo. You needed yep. a big play, he came up with a big play, turned the momentum of the game, boom. You know the one that I remember, and this is the one that I said, because, I, you know, 2011 interception against Dalton, you know, 2014, you could pick any number of plays. We, we stayed yep. on the field with our thought. You know the one, and I said, Drew, this is going to be a game nobody ever remembers, because if you go look it up, you know, J.J.'s famous, famous for, when you look at the stat sheet, there are a bunch of numbers in categories for everybody else where there are a bunch of zeros. He just stuffs the stat sheet with all the different plays he's able to make in yep. the game. You go look at this particular game, you won't see that. But the fact that he actually played in this game was amazing. 2015 Jacksonville. I don't know if you remember this game. We got on the plane, and right as we are on the plane, we're all checking our phones, and all of a sudden, and we're kind of sitting all together on the plane before we take off, and we're all looking at each other like, hey, you see this? We had put out a notice that J.J. was questionable for the game Saturday oh, yeah. morning, and it was illness. And we're like, oh, no. Then he gets on the plane, and we see him, and we're like, oh, boy. And he did not look like himself. Yep. And I'm like, oh, no. I mean, Jacksonville wasn't great, but you're going there to play without Watt, and at that point, Clowning was not playing. Oh, my God. We were in trouble. Well, J.J., we got to the hotel, and he just drank fluids, and he found a way to get on the field that day, and he made a couple of plays in the fourth quarter, and I know he had to be – it was hot. It was hot in Jacksonville. Typically, I is. remember this game. Yeah. And he, the last play is made, and I think it was actually a Boye interception, and J.J.'s walking off the field, and he just – he was kind of making a beeline towards where I was, and I just was like – I just was like, man, I can't, you know, I was going to just say, man, I can't believe you played today. Thank you. You know, whatever. And all of a sudden he just kind of crouched down like a catcher and then just, just vomited like right in, like right near me. And I'm like, 
it's just, I mean, the proverbial, you know, you left it all on a field, and he, he did it right there. I mean, it was just incredible. I mean, there's so many great plays you can come up with. Um, but that just whole game, him being out there, and you know how that he was is. A, when he gets on the field, he ain't coming off. So he played yeah. nearly every play of that game that I remember. That was a big win relatively because, yeah. again, we talked about the rough start that season. You were 1-4 going into that game. Yep. Had to have it. Got oh. it. And then you had the Miami debacle, then the climb out of the yeah. hole. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Hey, you brought up that uh, 2011 deal, though, the draft. Uh-huh. The 2011 team, tell me Pro Bowl or not when I mention a name. Schaub. Yes. Foster. Oh, that that year? Yeah. Yeah, Shab was yeah, uh was Shabby nine and ten or ten and eleven? 10 no, no, and 11. no, it doesn't matter. I'm oh, just, just saying making eventual it, yeah. Pro Bowl. Shab, yeah. Foster. Yep. Jacoby? He made it with the Ravens. I think as a Pro Bowl as a returner, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Owen, yes. Yes. Dwayne. Andre. Yeah. Dwayne, Wade, yes. Yes. Myers. Yes. Winston never made it. Watt. Watt never made it. Watt, yes. Antonio. Yeah. Cushing. Yep. D'Amico. Mm-hmm. J. Barwin Joe? make Barwin make a Pro Bowl? Uh oh boy, good question. I think I don't, all right, I'll check that out. Clint right did, J. Joe did. And I got after the reserves, Johnny Kareem I got Kareem never did. Kareem never did. After the reserves, I've got sixteen guys from that squad to make oh, a Pro Bowl. Man. Uh Jacob Barwin, he made it in fourteen. Yeah. When I he counted was with, Barwin. Was Fifteen. Philly. I mean, 16. 16 Pro Bowlers on a roster. I still and, and say that's the that's the team, Mark. I mean, not not to take anything away from TJ, but Schaub stays healthy. It's that that's the team. How? I mean, look. I know that the organization's taking a lot of Ugh. heat. How do you? I mean, you have a, a roster that has 16 players that either were, would go, or would go that year to a Pro mm-hmm. Bowl. Okay, I rest my case. Thank you. <laughs> You made, you made your point. All right. Uh, you know what? I'll give you one more What You Remember When Wednesday because it's one we talked a little bit about yesterday. I, I talked about it. I want to get your thoughts on it. We'll do that next. And we'll go around the league. Uh, things not going well in New Orleans for Drew Brees. We'll talk about oh, that gosh. next right here at Texans All Access. Don't miss a single thing on your favorite team. Follow us on Twitter at Houston Texans. This is Texans Radio. Teachers and parents, are you looking for educational resources to keep your students engaged at home during this challenging time? The Houston Texans, Toro, and ConocoPhillips have partnered together to provide Toro's Math Drills. Toro's Math Drills is a free video series that will challenge your students to math topics like fractions, multiplication, division, and place value, all the while having some fun. Sign up today for free at HoustonTexans.com on the COVID-19 resources page and run your kids through Toro's Math Drills, presented by ConocoPhillips. Go Texans! Hey friends, this is Drew Doherty with the Houston Texans. Texas Children's Hospital is the official children's hospital of the Houston Texans and the local sponsor of Play 60, the NFL initiative to get kids off the sidelines and into the action for 60 minutes of play a day. You can run, jump, swim, tumble, swing, or cheer. Have a blast. Just make sure you're active for at least 60 minutes a day to score the healthy future you deserve. To learn more, visit texaschildrens.org slash texans. 
Welcome back to Cachata Casino Resort. We're open and ready to play. We've gone above and beyond by deep cleaning and sanitizing every area of the casino, every slot machine, every table game, and every hotel room. Welcome back to more cash and more fun and more ways to win. We can't wait to see you at Cachata. It's Louisiana's largest casino resort and Louisiana's best bet. Tomorrow night at 7, it's Sports Radio 610's NBA Relaunch Roundtable inside the Verizon Artist Lounge on Facebook Live. With the NBA set to announce the season is resuming, what will the format be? And could the Rockets benefit greatly in their run at an NBA title? We'll break it all down with every 610 host. Tomorrow at 7, during the Sports Radio 610 NBA Relaunch Roundtable inside the Verizon Artist Lounge on Facebook Live from Houston's Sports Leader. Sports Radio 610. Simple acts of kindness and community are more important than ever before. So Ashley Home Store is introducing the Ashley Cares Relief Program. We're offering 0% financing for 60 months with three-month payment assistance on qualifying purchases. Ashley Home Store is here to serve your furniture needs. Text Ashley to 797979 to set up a virtual appointment today or visit us online at ashleyhomestore.com. Proud sponsor of the Houston Texans, Ashley Home Store. This is home. Though we're apart these days, we're sharing more. So at Geico, we'd like to say thanks. Thanks for sharing your savage dance moves. Thanks for sharing your DIY haircut fails. Thanks for sharing your inner lip sync star. Now it's our turn to share with the Geico Give Back, a 15% credit on car and motorcycle policies for current and new customers. Because we're committed for the long haul, the 15% credit lasts your full policy term. Visit geico.com slash giveback for more info and eligibility. Stay connected with the Houston Texans and join the Stampede email newsletter for the latest news and team stories. Each month, Stampede members have the opportunity to win sideline experiences, tickets, autographed team memorabilia, and more. Visit HoustonTexans.com to sign up. Make sure you follow the Texans on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. And take the Texans with you wherever you go with the Texans app and never miss an update. Another hot day in Houston as this game gets underway. Here's the kickoff, caught by Dykin. They're really stepping it up for Houston, Jim. Like all that financial assistance they gave for Hurricane Harvey relief efforts. Yeah, Steve, they gained a lot of yardage on that one. Here's the snap. Oh, and look at that donation to Habitat for Humanity. Did you see all those AC units they provided for low-income housing? These guys would be on fire if they weren't so cool. Dykin is definitely Houston's biggest fan. They're taking this Houston team right into the comfort zone. Red Diamond knows perfect's not easy. Our karaoke skills, at least we have our day jobs. Our family photo, take number 82. Even our radio commercial has the occasional glitch. So we'll stick to what we have perfected, our Red Diamond tea. No shortcuts, no concentrates. Perfectly crafted from actual tea leaves and water. After all, at Red Diamond, we think tea should taste like, well, tea. Red Diamond, we're perfect at tea. The LSU Tigers are coming to Houston. Will the defending national champions be just as dominant on the field in 2020? Will they be able to replace key players lost in the NFL draft in order to create another national championship caliber team? Only one way to find out. Head to NRG Stadium Saturday, September 19th to witness the defending national champs take on the hometown Rice Out. Visit RiceLSU2020.com to reserve your seats today. 
Welcome back to the conversation. It's Texans All Access on Texans Radio. When we left you last, we were in an episode of What You Remember When Wednesday. And I had one, well, I actually got two or three more that I was going to do. But I, I wanted to hit this one because we hit this a little bit yesterday. Mark, What You Remember When, ooh, keeping with the W thought, Deshaun Watson dropped back to pass to throw against the Philadelphia Eagles in 2018 <laughs> and eventually found Jordan Aikens. We obviously had – you had called every single Deshaun Watson play. We had seen every play live. He got hit maybe four or five times. We had seen him do it in New England, get out of there. We had seen him do it in, other, in Seattle. What you remember when about Deshaun Watson – engulfed by green-clad eagles and then finding Jordan Akins for the first down completion in Philly in 2018. You know, Johnny, there you are and and watching one of those Watson drives where where there's enough time on the clock. I, I was just thinking as you were asking that question, how many times has he had the ball where it's a one score to tie or take the lead and there's enough time? You know, I'm not yeah. talking about a ridiculous, like, all right, 30 seconds, no timeouts, you got to go 80, 90 yards. Like, that's going to be really ridiculous. Although he did it against New Orleans in 13 seconds in two plays. But with enough time, has he ever not come through? Now, there have been times where he's down multiple scores and does not get you that, all right, let's get one and then we'll get it onside. Or a fourth and 15. Sorry, can't get that. (laughs) But let's get one, get it onside. You know, like the Colts game in in the playoffs where you lost um, by multiple scores. That game. That drive, I thought, okay, you got number four. He can get you out of this. And that play, like everybody else, you know, I've learned, just like over the years I learned with Hop, like to not say it's incomplete until you're absolutely sure because, like, oh, look, he did get the toes down. With Watson, it's don't say he's down until he's really down, until, like, they're going back to the huddle and the play is (laughs) over because – just say, Watson in trouble and wait, and he might get out of it because he's done it so many times. I mean, we talked about it. I remember trying to come up with a top five Watson escapes. Top five Deshaun Watson escapes. And Ooh. we counted about eight or nine, and we mm-hmm. thought, oh, we got to have a top ten now, right? Yep. We, thought that, we thought we'd only find about five really amazing ones, and there are way more than five. There are way more than five. It is so much fun to watch this kid. I mean to see him get get out of that, and I was down. I was down the field. I was I was pretty much in line with where Aikens caught the ball, and so I'm looking. So I'm looking from be, you know behind the defense, and I see I see. I think it was Chris Long coming off the the side. I'm like, oh god! I see him right away. Like Long is the first one, and Long had already sacked him and forced a fumble earlier. I think we were down seven. And he came around the edge and hit the Sean fumble. And that's when I thought it might have been over because they ended up going up two scores at that point. And I thought, oh, maybe it's over. Well, he comes off the edge, and he's the first one there. And I'm like, oh, no, here we go. And then it's like same kind of thought. It's like, nah, he might – he can get out of this thing. I don't know how, but he he did get out of it. Look at this. And it was so funny. We did – last year, we did a uh, – before the season – or I should say the, the, the spring of 19. So, yeah, last year. We went back and we did some film rooms on plays. And one of my favorite things to do when Drew and I do the film rooms is, yeah, we look at the play that happened, but then we start looking in the crowd and we start looking at the opposing sidelines. 
It was amazing to watch the Eagles sideline react to what yep. they had just seen. I mean, there were a couple players that saw the same thing that you did early on, and, and you knew it could happen. They didn't, and they were like, yeah, they started to celebrate. A couple offensive linemen got up off the bench as they were watching on the Jumbotron and got ready to celebrate, and they had to stop and go, wait, what just happened? And that, to me, is maybe the best thing about the whole thing. And then, of course, Jordan making that catch. So uh, that was a good one. Uh, Mark, I was going to bring up Drew Brees, and then I thought, eh, you know, it's not been a good situation for Drew. But I saw this, and I thought this was kind of interesting because it brings in to well, it brings up basically a um, a former Texan. You remember Matt Turk, right? Of course, yeah, uh, muscle bound punter. Well, his, uh, that twenty eleven team, yeah, his nephew is his name is Michael Turk. I've never seen this before. I think this is the first time this has ever worked. Michael Turk. Uh, declared for the draft. He had two years eligibility left at at Arizona State. He declared, went into the draft. He signed with an agent. And then he went undrafted. After he went undrafted, Arizona State went to the NCAA to seek a waiver that would allow Turk to return to Arizona State. The school reasoned, the coronavirus pandemic cost Turk the opportunity to work out for NFL teams, thus causing his draft stock to plummet. Not only couldn't Turk work out privately for teams, but ASU's pro day was canceled because of the pandemic. That worked. The NCAA has granted a special waiver for Turk's nephew, Michael, to return to Arizona State. I never in my lifetime ever thought that I would see this, a player declaring for the draft early, signing with an agent, who, by the way, I'd like to know who the agent was who was signing punters, and then gets undrafted and is like, yeah, I'm going back. Now, listen, I understand the coronavirus sent all of us and going in different directions, but I saw this story just a little while ago, and I'm like, I'm, I'm blown away. I'm absolutely blown. I'm glad. I wish they would. I wish the NCAA would do this for players that are undrafted to allow – you know, kids to go back to go uh, to go back to school. This one's a little different because he did sign with an agent, but he's going back to school. This is crazy. I never thought in my lifetime I'd ever see this from an NCAA allowing this. Extraordinary circumstances, right? I, I, I mean, guess COVID. Uh, it just feels like anything's possible right now, Johnny. I, I just, it, it's a strange time. We all know that we talked about it. We talked, we talked about this for twelve weeks, and yeah. everything that's happened in the last two is just. I mean, who could have thought that this would go on yeah. and, and who knows where it leads us. But it's such a strange time. So, um, you know, good for good for Young Turk. Wait, Young Turk. Is that a Rod Stewart yep. thing? Yeah, uh, okay. it is. We go. By the way, Peter King said the Texans 22nd in the league in his power uh-huh. rankings or whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yep. I didn't even want to hit that. I already got mad on in the lab with Drew about it. I didn't want to. Oh, I didn't even want to. Please put this I, up in the locker room. Please, like, I, put it on a big poster. Mark, I I could get into this. Here's here's my, I'll try and do this in 30 seconds. Okay. Here's my beef. Peter King wrote as like two he wrote like two paragraphs. The second paragraph starts with without JJ Watt. When people are looking at the Texans and I look, I know JJ's been banged up. Like I'm not dumb. I mean, I've been to every game that he that he hasn't been. I I, I get it. I understand what it's like when JJ's not on the field. It's not easy, but one or a 
The they Texans have win. been in the playoffs two of the three years that he's been hurt. Yep. And two, he's healthy now. So assess yep. the team right. as it stands now nope. with J.J. Watt. Yep. That's what that, that, that I said that much more calmer than I expected. Plus because the on the sentence, lab, I was mad. The sentence the Texans should know where they stand by the end of September because of the tough start. Yeah. What does that tell you? It's just the end of September. Yeah. What is the NFL NFL season over in September? God, I hope not. What is this? A COVID comment? Yeah. All right, never don't mind. Know. Don't get me started. I'm going to comment on this tomorrow. I, I know. I, I, I'm just. I'm telling you, Mark. I in 30. I, I'm glad we didn't have much time to get into that because I I would have lost it when he made that comment about and look. I like Peter King. He had one of the best clapbacks I've ever seen on Twitter a little while ago. It was fantastic having to do with the Washington football team up there. But I just – look, if you're going to look at teams that way and assess them that way, then go, well, you know, if the if the uh, L.A. Rams didn't have uh, Aaron Donald, well, uh, okay, I get the fact that J.J. hasn't been there for a few seasons because of injury, but he's here now. And he's, and he's ready to go now. So let's assess the team with him, 22nd in the league. If they finish 22nd or worse in this league, Mark, I will buy everybody listening right now dinner. Ooh. How about that? Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm not telling well, you where I'm getting take- dinner from. I'm not telling you where I'm getting dinner from. But, you know, I should watch myself because the last time I made a bet like that, I had to buy a lot of beer for a lot of people because it had to do with Brett Favre. Sean Pendergast knows what I'm talking about. I ran my mouth a little bit too much, and it cost me, cost us, actually. So I should be careful with that. Mark, I appreciate it, as always. The General John McClain will be on with us tomorrow night. Bridget, thank you so much. Did a great job, as always. To all of you listening, thank you so much. Coach O'Brien, thank you for your comments, for your leadership, everything that we have wanted from so many different people to show leadership. You showed that today and always have. We will see you tomorrow, everybody. And as always, go Texans. This is Texans Radio on Sports Radio 610. Sometimes nothing beats a classic. Miller Lite, the original light beer. Brewed with great taste and only 96 calories. Available for delivery. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Houston Methodist is still here for you. Seeing patients who need our care. Even in these uncertain times, our commitment remains the same. We put our patients at the center of everything we do. We can see you virtually. We can talk to you on the phone. We can even see you in person if needed. Rest assured, we are taking every precaution to keep you safe. We're still here for you. Contact your doctor's office or visit HoustonMethodist.org slash here for you. The Houston Texans, Toro and NOV, have partnered with the Sam Houston Area Council of Boy Scouts of America to present Toro Takes the Bull Out of Bullying. Toro Takes the Bull Out of Bullying, presented by NOV, is an educational assembly about preventing bullying. This year, the Texans and NOV have created an anti-bullying patch for students in the Scout Reach program. Scouts who complete Toro's anti-bullying quiz on HoustonTexans.com will receive the patch. The Texans, NOV, and the Boy Scouts are proud to help stop bullying across Houston. The pitter-patter, splitter-splatter of Sunday mornings. Wait, no, that's bacon, and it's spitting all over your PJs. Stains can ruin any moment. Get them out with Tide, America's number one detergent. If it's got to be clean, it's got to be Tide.
Here at the Kroger Company, the fight against hunger is something that we are very passionate about. That's why we created the Zero Hunger, Zero Waste Foundation and have committed more than $6 million to our nonprofit partners. $3 million to Feeding America and No Kid Hungry and $100,000 to the Greater Houston COVID-19 Relief Fund. You can help support our goal to end hunger in our communities by donating a dollar or rounding up your total to the nearest dollar at any Kroger store. To learn more, visit thekrogerco.com. We need small businesses, and right now, they need us. So Verizon is connecting big names in entertainment with small businesses around the country. Introducing Verizon Pay It Forward Live, a weekly live stream to support local communities and share ways to help small businesses. Verizon Pay It Forward Live. Tune in every Thursday at Verizon on Twitter and Yahoo Entertainment at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Small businesses need us now more than ever. Hey, Houston, Keith here from Papa John's. Have you heard about our Picks for Six? <laughs> it's a special just for you. It lets you mix and match all kinds of different things, all for just $6 each. You can choose between our papadillas, a medium one-topping pizza, cheese sticks, wings, poppers. How about some garlic knots? Even the garlic Parmesan breadsticks are included in all kinds of desserts. So try the Picks for Six from Papa John's today. Order online or give us a call. Better ingredients, better pizza. Papa John's, Houston. Behind every incredible play are thousands of data points you might otherwise miss, such as player speed, field location, and movement patterns. The NFL uses AWS to process this large and complex data in real time. It's called NextGen Stats, and with AWS machine learning and artificial intelligence technology, the NFL has developed ways to uncover deeper insights and expand the fan experience by offering a broader range of advanced stats and visualizations. Visit nextgenstats.nfl.com for all things stats. NextGen Stats, powered by AWS. Take your Texans game day experience to a new level with Houston Texans club seats. You'll enjoy premier sight lines with wider cushion seats, a private game day entry, and in-seat food and beverage service. Enjoy premium culinary offerings while listening to live music in the exclusive club lounges during breaks in the play. Take the first step and join the club ticket priority wait list for free at HoustonTexans.com. This is a story about doers. It's also about Houston, teamwork, and... Hut, hut, hut. Yeah, I think they heard you the first time. When you're committed to doing good in the community, it helps to have good teammates. So Chevron partnered with the Houston Texans to do good in Houston. Volunteering thousands of hours, working with nonprofits, and helping to make a difference for Houston's youth. These teams bring their A-game on and off the field. Chevron, proud to be the official volunteerism partner of the Houston Texans. Not too long ago, Houston Texans fans were cheering in the stands of NRG Stadium. We now cheer for our first responders, healthcare workers, teachers, and many more who exemplify the true Texan spirit until we gather as over 70,000 strong once again. Let's support those on the front lines in the fight against COVID-19. For more information on resources for you and your family, visit HoustonTexans.com slash COVID. Mustang Cat has been serving Texans for three generations. Cat compact machines do big work and are more affordable than you think. We'll help you find the right cat machine to get the job done with the Mustang Cat Texas Two-Step. First, demo a new cat machine at your location or one of ours. Second, get $150 as our thanks. Call 833-MY-CAT-19 or visit mustangcat.com slash two-step to schedule a demo. Offer limited to new customers only. See website for details. 
Sometimes nothing beats a classic. Miller Lite, the original light beer. Brewed with great taste and only 96 calories. Available for delivery. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. This is Texans Radio on Sports Radio 610. 